Welcome to How You Spend Your Days. The goal of this show is to explore debt, break down the stigma around talking about money, and share my own journey of becoming debt-free. My name is Colin Loretz, and this week we're going to be talking about recalibrating for a kind of perceived social fitness. Uh, last episode, we created some new goals, um, which you can go back and listen to in episode 24. Um, it's been just over six months now that I've been doing this show, and it was time to revisit the goals that I had set early on and figure out which ones I've hit, which ones need readdressing, recalibrating, uh, and making a few tweaks to make sure that I'm still on track. Um, some of the things that I'm realizing is that I don't have a clear enough plan for when I will be out of debt. Uh, that's something that I want to explore uh, in a future episode as well so that I have essentially like a, a target deadline, uh, giving myself a little bit of a more specific path so that there's more of a sense of urgency, more of a sense of emergency around getting rid of um, the credit card debt uh, and making sure that I have all my uh, IRS payments, you know, made and, and all of that. So, um, what I really want to focus on this episode is what kinds of small course corrections uh, and recalibrations I need to do to get back on track. Uh, I'm not by any means, you know, completely off track, but these spending habits that we have, these things that we've been, uh, in some cases, learn over our entire lifetimes are things that take a really long time to unlearn. And so for me, if I look at Mint uh, and I look at my different spending categories, I've done pretty good at reducing my unnecessary spending on things like food and drink, uh, entertainment, things like that. But if you look at the graphs, you can start to see after February that it's slowly starting to rise again. Uh, It's not as low as it was when I had my um, February no spend challenge, but uh, it's definitely, you know, I've allowed myself to do some of the things that I wasn't doing in February. Um, And now May 1st is tomorrow. And so I'm uh, excited to just reintroduce a, a few more challenges and rules just so that I have some guideposts to uh, reference as I think about spending money or going out to eat or any of those kinds of things. And so um, I think some of the bigger things for me right now are looking at why I spend money. Uh, and so thinking about, you know, when I'm at work and I want to go uh, to lunch, you know, the difference between going home and going to a restaurant tends to be uh, two things. Uh, do I have food at home and how long will it take for me to get that ready and prepare it, uh, and or how much time I have. And so there's a little bit of a laziness convenience factor there, but there's also uh, being ready and knowing and preparing for that. Um, During February, I was really good about spending the weekends on light meal prep. Uh, I wasn't preparing my entire meals all at once, but I would go to the store, make sure everything is, you know, just I buy foods that are 
very simple uh, and easy to cook um, and process and would break those down, you know, veggies and meat and things like that and get it all ready so that during the week composing a meal becomes uh, pretty effortless, uh, removing that resistance that we talked about uh, in episode 23, making it so that really there is no reason to spend money. Uh, you know, you're already spending money going to the grocery store anyway. So going out to eat ends up usually being duplicative in terms of spending. Um, a few things have also snuck in, um, you know, despite me having coffee at the office, uh, my spending at coffee shops is starting to go up again. By no means is it still as high as it was when we started this. Um, but I just would like to keep that in check. Um, I think a lot of these tend to be social interactions, right? They're not necessarily things like peer pressure, but, you know, it's one of the easier ways to spend time with people is to go out to get coffee or get a drink or go out to dinner. And so, again, thinking about, you know, if that's going to be a trigger there, what can we do instead? So with that recalibration um, and revisiting some of those goals, you know, with my new three-month goal of replenishing my emergency fund, it gets really exciting to to look at the graph in Mint and realize that if I can continue my spending in a probably around what I was doing in March, right after my no-spend month, um, being able to revisit that, let me see what that number actually is, um, and taking the difference and being able to put that away means the difference between having an emergency fund and having that, uh, you know, life happens fund to, to buffer, uh, the various things that happen, uh, in life. So, you know, in February, my food and dining was around 525, $550. Um, March that did go up, to almost double, so or rather just just about nine hundred and eighty dollars, and April I actually came in lower, um, definitely going to the grocery more uh, and eating out less. So, um, so being able to target, you know, even if I hit six hundred, seven hundred dollars for a month, which is still a pretty good chunk of money for food for one person for a month. Uh, you know, being able to take the difference and put that away for the emergency fund will allow me to hit that goal by July very easily. Um, so I think, uh, given that tomorrow's May 1st, a good goal would be to, um, limit restaurant eating, uh, and restaurant spending to only the weekends. Um, so that will, Give me, I have one trip in May uh, on the weekend that, you know, is inevitable that that will cost something there for for spending uh, on food. But that gives me the weeks to, during the week to focus on meal prep, uh, eating well, having myself be prepared. Uh, and as we've talked about in the past, you know, this always has these trickle down effects of being a little bit more prepared for the day, for the week. Uh, just, you know, being generally, uh, more alert and aware about what's going on for the upcoming week. And so usually when I do that, I find that the week goes by better. Um, so I think that'll be a good goal in general. I'm not going to necessarily say this is a no spend month. Um, I haven't been really buying anything other than food and having my normal fixed expenses, uh, my monthly bills and things like that. So, uh, all of those, 
could take some revisiting. I think I could definitely look and see if there's anything that I'm spending money on, subscriptions on, things like that, that I could uh, limit. Most of the things that I have that have been added in the last couple months uh, are for my business. uh, And those are all things that I need for work. So those are all pretty easily justified. Um, Let's see. So that was going to be goal number one. Goal number two, um, as part of my recalibration here would be um, calling the credit card companies and asking for a lower interest rate. That's something that isn't really necessarily a recalibration so much as figuring out uh, when I'm going to do that and getting my interest rates lower or in the case of cards that have annual fees, getting those removed uh, will just be more money that I can focus on servicing debt uh, and then continually doing this process. So if I set a line in the sand and say that I'm going to hit, um, debt freedom by a certain day, which we're going to reverse that backwards with the math and figure out what day that's going to be in a future episode. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the lowering of interest rates and things affects that date, uh, and allows me to get out of debt quicker. Uh, really can't, hurt. Uh, But then being able to focus on making sure that I don't allow lifestyle creep to sneak up on me and continually, uh, you know, just add more um, spending to my life. Um, I think this will be interesting to also approach once I get out of debt is what does that, how does that change? Uh, I have a bunch of things to catch up on in terms of retirement savings and, you know, investing and things like that, that I would like to be able to do. Uh, and so making sure that when I do get out of debt, that suddenly, you know, my spending doesn't just come back, uh, which I don't think it will. I think there's some things that I'm holding off on putting off, um, some larger purchases and things like, you know, eventually I'm going to have to think about my car and that's going to be probably a whole episode where figuring out how do I, invest in what I have now to make sure that it can survive longer and be a reliable vehicle? Or is it time to figure out another option for that? Um, And that's definitely going to be something that uh, may come sooner or later. I need to take the car into the shop soon to have it looked at. Uh, And I've been doing a bunch of research on my own just to make sure that I understand what it is um, that, you know, is going wrong with the car so that I don't pay more than I need to, uh, or, you know, replace a bunch of frivolous things that are not, you know, important. Um, obviously having a good functioning car is important for me being able to, to get to work and things like that. Uh, but I, now that weather is getting better, I also don't rely on it as much. Um, so yeah, that'll be something else to look into. Uh, but all in all, I just want to make sure that I'm not allowing lifestyle creep to um, sneak its way back in uh, and, you know, making sure that ordering something or going through um, to go pick up food doesn't become uh, more of the default. Um, I think coming up with some more things to challenging things to, to cook um, as well as having those set easy to prepare meals and snacks and things like that is important. Uh, and then as always, you know, making sure that coffee and all of that is just on hand and easy so that I don't have to even think about going uh, and buying that. Um, let's say, so the first one would be, uh, for May, 
only going to restaurants on weekends. That doesn't mean that every meal on the weekend is going to be a restaurant, but just only allowing that to happen during that time. And then I would say then I'm going to add in coffee shops only if it's a business meeting, um, which um, should be pretty infrequent. Um, but, you know, if I'm going to be doing it, then there needs to be a purpose for it, not just to consume. Uh, and so I think that's a pretty good goal for that. Uh, this episode is going to be a shorter one. Um, I have a bunch of future episodes and topics that I have in my head. Um, this is a show that I think will continue to get more interesting as the numbers start to go down. Um, this last six months has been really a big focus on getting my financial fitness in order, you know, getting the house in order, figuring out what I have, what I'm spending money on, what I have as income, um, figuring out cash flow, all these things that will, once everything is a known quantity, which it now is, I can start to just ruthlessly focus on that debt. Uh, and I think part of that is setting the date that I would like to be out of debt um, and making an informed deadline for that based on what I'm uh, realistically able to pay each month uh, and then maybe even having some uh, more optimistic goals if I can bring in extra income, side income, things like that, that I can use to pay that down faster. Um, but really just being able to focus on the debt. This is going to be the focus for the next uh, the next six months uh, and bringing us into October is really making sure that I have a great amount of buffer paid off on all my credit cards, continue to pay the IRS, uh, fund my emergency fund, do all those things so that I can get out of debt as quickly as possible. Uh, and uh, I think that the, the numbers spreadsheet that you can find on the website will start to become a lot more interesting as well. The numbers should start to change a little bit more frequently. Right now, the biggest change in numbers uh, if you look at it, is going to be the fluctuation of income, which is not smooth. Um, it's very much representative of uh, freelancing and poor, I don't know, poor cash flow and invoicing. Um, but if you look at the debt side of things, the IRS payments are the most consistent. Uh, that's something that I have to pay every month and continue to do so while making minimum payments on the credit cards. And the next step for that is going to be paying the IRS and then paying minimum payments with extra money being paid to the highest interest rate credit card first. Uh, and so that should be able to start happening uh, this month in May, uh, which should also now start to make the spreadsheet update a little bit more. Uh, and we'll dive into that a little bit more as well. And have some discussion around the different numbers uh, and some screenshots and things in the show notes as that gets to be a little bit more interesting. Um, and I think uh, that will probably do it for episode 25. It's a quick one. Uh, I do have a bunch of guests queued up that I'm excited to have. They're not uh, time-based episodes in terms of uh, when they air um, is not necessarily important. Um, so I'm making sure that I get those scheduled and recorded. Uh, it's a little bit more work when you have to deal with someone else's schedule. Um, but I also know that those are more interesting episodes because, um, there are people who have done this before me. Um, uh, there are people who have a lot of insight into what, uh, what just makes this 
doable in terms of being financially fit, financially healthy, uh, and just having a good relationship with money. So, um, you know, if you have any questions or things that you're thinking about money and the stigma around money, uh, it, it's something that I would really like to see uh, discussed more often. I think a lot of us hide behind either how much we make or how much we owe. And there's a lot that we can learn from being a little bit more transparent and not being afraid. Um, the fear is absolutely understandable because even me calling the credit card companies is something that doesn't feel uh, comfortable to me. It's something that I'm afraid to do, but it's something that's necessary and will help and really can't hurt in any way. And so uh, doing that is important and discussing what that feels like and what it means uh, and breaking that cycle is important. So um, if you have any questions or you want to share what you've been going through and figuring out, uh, I would love to hear from you. If you want to join us on the show, that's great. If you want to just write something in, you can do that as well. Um, you can find all the contact info at uh, howyouspendyourdays.com. Um, you can email me at howyouspend at gmail.com and also find uh, on social at how you spend on Twitter and Instagram. So, uh, quick episode. We will catch you next week for episode 26 and, uh, keep at it. Music in this episode from blue dot sessions.